1: It's a film without retro video games, it's also a comedy, it's also a fighting, save-the-earth-type, action-packed, blockbuster film. It's Pixels, and Pascal, let's just get into that trailer and give it a little watch.
0: Thirty years ago, NASA launched a time capsule into space in hopes of contacting extraterrestrial life. I believe that some alien life force sent down video games to attack us. That makes sense. We've never faced a threat like this before. We need video game expertise. Sam Brenner, Pac-Man World Champion. What's up? Ludlow Laminsoth, Master of Centipede. Also known as your worst nightmare! Eddie Plant, King of Donkey Kong. <laughs> Is this for real? Oh, yeah! Find the pattern. I don't know the pattern! The only way to take down Pac-Man is with ghosts. You want ghosts? These are your ghosts. Let's hit it! Oh my
1: God. <laughs> Don't tell anybody I killed the Smurf.
0: If we don't, the world ends. We have to take the battle to them. Donkey Kong. One game you suck at. May I introduce to you the creator of Pac-Man? Professor Ritani, what are you doing? I will talk to him. He's my son. Hello, my sweet little boy. Look how big you've grown. It's so sweet. He's so sweet. You're a good boy. Ah, somebody stop this thing! I, I,
1: I'm, I'm utterly blown away. I'm utterly blown away. Now, I have to, I have to say to everybody... When Pascal and I were talking earlier in the week about which film should we do in the film marketing section today, you suggested this film called Pixels. And I have to admit, I have never heard of this film, never even seen any of the posters, never seen the trailer, never even heard of it referred to anywhere on social media or anything. So it was a complete and utter new thing for me. And as always, Last night, the night before we we're recording, we sat down to watch this film. Now, within two seconds of the film starting, I heard the drum beat for one of my favourite '80s hits, um, "Surrender" by Cheap Trick, coming in. So I was almost up on my feet straight away before the film had even begun, punching the air because it's a it's a song that's really important to our family. And within minutes, I was sucked into this tale of. 80s retro video games. So as a child of the 80s who spent so much time and so much money on St Anne's Pier and on Blackpool Pleasure Beach playing Defender and Pac-Man and Missile Command and Robotron and Joust and Space Invaders and Asteroids, this film is an absolute joy for me and i'm still bouncing around thinking about how great it is in fact i might go and watch it again this afternoon it just made me laugh made me almost made me cry with happiness seeing some of these memories come to life on the screen so to be clear you enjoyed it then yes i did Just in case, just in case I wasn't convincing enough there.
2: (laughs) I mean, to me, it's on the top shelf, you know, in terms of this kind of joyous, guilty, pleasure filled movies alongside School of Rock and all all the others. But where this movie is, is unique and different is because if indeed you were a child of the 80s, or even if you were a parent with children in the 80s. Because, you know, I I need to ask you, do you sometimes wonder why the 80s is truly capturing people's imagination more than any other decade? Even people are not around because people are seeking out retro again. They they want to buy LPs. People are fighting over themselves on eBay to buy kind of converse shoes that are even damaged. They want to, you know, know what's happening then and movies after movies being produced today go back to the 80s yeah
1: i mean it's a combination of music clothes hairstyles just there was just a look and feel to the 80s and pro- perhaps a, a feel a feeling of optimism and uh, everything as well wasn't it and, and this film just captures so much of that um and You know, admittedly, Pascal, if you look on the Internet Movie Database, it it gets rubbish reviews. Rotten Tomatoes, I think, gives it 18%, which is lousy. Um, So maybe, you know, just because you and I are definitely children of the 80s, and we did spend so much of our time growing up playing these games, we are the absolute and utter target market for this film. And you could almost argue, because this is a film marketing section of the show, that they absolutely got their targeting right. That's why I'm jumping up and down for joy seeing this film. And this is why you And you said to me before that you watch it at least once a year because it brings so much joy. So we are the target market. Maybe the people who gave it the bad reviews on IMDb aren't the target market, but that is a lesson that marketers can take away from this.
2: And for me, it just shows that the critics, you know, they they have their use, but it's limited because if you can't (laughs) even, as a film critic, suggest therefore that you have an interest in industry, if you can even understand that this is about a clear product with a clear audience in mind, with a clear objective, which is to entertain families in the summer 2015 yeah. and beyond, then what is your contribution as a film critic? Because if you look at the measure of um, the, the reaction of the fans, even today we are talking about it, and there's um, videos on YouTube galore reviewing it and praising it. People have spent, as we'll see in a moment, in marketing, frame by frame to study the film, to spot you know, the retro games. But then financially, yeah. this movie made a fortune.
1: Yeah yeah and 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 a stellar cast i mean it was it was directed by chris columbus Mm. um adam sandler is the main character in it now i have to say again pascal adam sandler is not my favorite actor stroke comedian sometimes i think he's way over the top and sometimes you know he irritates me to the point where i you know i've actually stopped watching films that he's been in but in this one i think he is he's a little bit more subdued but very funny absolutely nails it Peter Dinklage, oh. who a lot of people were, remember as Tyrion Lannister in Game of Thrones, absolutely nails every scene that he's in, and his comic timing is just utterly priceless. Michelle Monaghan, who, uh, again, we recognise from uh, playing... Um, Tom Cruise's wife in the, the Mission Impossible films, great character. Brian Cox is in there, and Sean Bean. My goodness, I mean, I he, he has only a couple of scenes, but every word that comes out of his mouth, I was just rolling around laughing with his delivery. Um, and there was even a lady called Jane Krakowski in it, who we we were sit, sat there for a few minutes thinking, "Who's this lady? We've seen her before." But she was starred in a in a series called Ali McBeal many, many many years ago, which was a which was a film about a law firm. So a great cast as well
2: what I like about this film, or those, this type of film, and Chris Columbus knows what he's doing, you've got really a, a silly story. You know, the I think it's, um, it starts in the trailer when he talks about, in 1982, NASA sent a time capsules with information, <laughs> including video games. It was intended as a um, message of peace. Unfortunately, the aliens took it the wrong way and are sending retro games to attack the Earth uh, as a form of uh, self-preservation. And I like about it, you've got this silly premise, but then... They respect all the story structure and filmmaking rules of hero journey, rags to riches, yeah. uh, redemption for the character Peter Dinklage. You've got the music that is almost akin to a proper, forgive me, Hollywood blockbusters, and all this kind of juxtaposition of genre where Brian Cox and and Sean Bean, who are kind of stellar actors, create you know have characters that are really quite silly. And then, really, you've got Adam Sandler, who said to his mates, Kevin James, Josh Gad, and all the others, do you want to have, do want to have fun for a few months yeah. and um, make a movie, which is really there to entertain people? Well, I didn't know, and and sorry, Roger, is that this was inspired, because I thought maybe it's born out of a book, because you and I have done reviews like this, where there's a book, maybe it was original. Actually, this was inspired by an experimentation by a French filmmaker. They did a short film in 2010, where for, I think it's only like six minutes, but you have the city of New York, I believe it is, and you have pixels, um, pixelated characters from retro games who are kind of floating around. So Patrick Jean was his name, was the uh, original kind of spark for the idea. This was done three years after Wreck-It Ralph, which has elements yeah. of retro game, and you know three years after, should I say, Wreck-It Ralph, and three years before Ready Player One, and the timing was impeccable.
1: Yeah, absolutely right. Now, we could probably talk about the film itself, (laughs) the story, the plot, the special effects, the acting, the music for the rest of the day, but we do need to focus in on the marketing. Now, for people who uh, um, listen to and watch the show, Pascal and I share each week doing the research for the marketing, and this week Pascal's done the research for this segment of the show. And when I looked at the um, online Word document, I couldn't believe how much stuff you've found, Pascal. There's so much information about the marketing campaigns that went to back up this film. So I don't know where to start. You'll have to tell me where of we're going to start. Yeah. And
2: I'd like yeah. to think that um, in terms of research and access to information, which is primarily online, this is the kind of thing that Bettina Shariq from Hollywood in Pixels would be mm. very, very keen to preserve because my life was made easier because the content was still available. But this yeah. movie was filmed in 2014, and we had to wait as fans till December to get some teaser posters being published on on the social media. And what they done, you know, was very funny. They introduced the elements of the different video games, but also its video game, as in the, the pixelated monstrous size video games, were attacking different cities around the world. So you could have fun to recognize the game and also the city. And in my case, Donkey Kong was attacking Paris. Uh, and whilst <laughs> a lot of us attacked by um, Centipede, also called Mushroom Mania.
1: yeah and uh, pac-man is in san francisco
2: and it looks like galaxians are in
1: sydney in australia absolutely beautiful
2: imagery then we move on to so that's december 2014 roger so in march it's quite a long time March 2015, the Royal Marketing Campaign begins. Now, bear in mind that this movie was released, let me check my notes, in July, or the summer, should I say. This is a yeah. short campaign. I mean, this is like, what, a three months, four months campaign? Yeah. But we begin with a seconds teaser with a strong call to action to go and visit the official website tomorrow because something's going to be revealed. Now, sadly, the website is no longer with us, pixels-movie.net. But people were told, you know, on social media, Tomorrow, at this address, there's going to be something very special, and that special thing was the first trailer.
1: Yeah, and again, for anybody like us, child of the 80s, you couldn't you couldn't fail to be sucked in by that trailer, the teasing, the fact that it reveals the pixels of the games that you grew up with. It, 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 you just, oh, I want to see this film now.
2: <laughs> I have to say the special effects were exceptional, I mean, mm. it didn't look, you know, cheesy or rushed, whatever. I mean, even when the the, the characters from different video games exploded, you had literally three dimensional pixels just, you know, kind of on the ground, and people were tripping on them and everything.
1: Yeah, and and of course, at the end of the trailer, they tried to get people to the social media sites, didn't yeah. they? So it was Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. There was a Pixels movie Tumblr um, page as well. Even Snapchat, although maybe the Snapchat was bit of a bit of an afterthought perhaps and and they they also gave people games to download of course so not oh of course (laughs) you would have to wouldn't you now one of the um, games in the film is about a female heroine called lady lisa which i assume was made up for the film i can't remember a video game with lady lisa in it but dojo quest you could actually download it and play it
2: so, a day literally twenty four hours after the the trial was released, of course, the media, the bloggers, the youtubers, and more literally went friend by friend to spot the uh, different <laughs> video games. So, I mean, just to mention one of thousands who did that was IGN.com. So it's back to mm. the marketing, Roger. A clear product, a clear audience, clear channels. IGN, a specialist in, in games and movies, they spotted 13 video games and asking you to you know go on their website to check them out, but also have you spotted more. So there was a whole kind of... Um, sub level of marketing going on with it with the the audience and the fans
0: yeah
1: i mean that that is just i love things like that 13 video game references you may have missed in the pixels trailer and then just imagine how many you can actually see when you see i mean there was one joyous moment um during the battle towards the end of the film and it was only on the screen for maybe two or three seconds but in the background i spotted Missile Command, you know, know, missiles going up and explode. I mean, oh, I, I actually shouted out to Tricia. Oh, look, that's Missile Command. You know, I'm spotting all of these great games in
2: the background. Can I just say that I was utterly rubbish at Missile Command. I just couldn't do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it had a great big ball, didn't it? Yeah. You had to roll the ball and fire the buttons, and I could never get the ball. I guess it was a, a an early version of the mouse, wasn't it? But obviously it would probably be easier to play it with a mouse these days if you if you could get
2: it on your computer. I would imagine so. So if you look at the chronology again, Roger, so in May 2015, then, of course, TV, uh, media, and radio coverage is in full screen, swings, should I say, with guest appearances. And we were lucky in the UK to have Josh Gad, who was on yeah. Good Morning Britain talking about pixels and I'm sure really, really getting the audience to get excited about the movie that was only now two months through three months away
1: yeah and then there was there was music released in june Mm -hmm. the second trailer came out in in june as well and then the final poster which again is absolutely joyous for me the final poster came out on um, the 19th of June, 2015. And again, it features Pac-Man. There are space invaders in there, Donkey Kong, some Galaxians higher up in the... in. And it, it, again, it sums... And there may be a feel of Ghostbusters about it to me as well. Maybe that was deliberate or... I would well, say so. I'm I would sure. say so because yeah. they were
2: playing to you know about Ghostbusters. We reviewed it on film marketing, 1994 yeah. film reserves. Yeah. Of course, you're going to play to that. And then one thing that um, I thought was really impressive for the time, they really lent on YouTube with um, numerous featurettes behind the scenes. They even had yeah. a GoPro special where they put the GoPro on like cars and cranes and so on. So you would get almost like a different POV of what they were doing. So that went on till till the launch. And then as part of the research, Roger, I had to give myself uh, boundaries (laughs) because honestly, it was like opening Pandora's box. So to begin with, I thought I would only study up to the launch date because (laughs) post-launch there was tons happening. And I'm also going to look at social media, but only Facebook, because what I will say, and this is a praise, you know, I I want to congratulate the marketers. When you look at Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and the others, they all do different things. So what I mean to say, Roger, it's not a copy-and-paste copy. and paste jobby. they have looked yeah. at different uh, platforms for different audiences and so on. But in terms of things they've done, of course, they've attended gaming events.
1: Yeah, yeah. And competitions, local cinemas, in addition to those conventions...
2: So you had to, you know, so when they went to the gaming events like San Diego Comic-Con, which you and I need to go one day, and many others, they literally brought with them the old-fashioned 80s arcade games. So they the them yeah. into the lobby, or the gaming games, and local cinema, and what you had to do, of course, take part in the games, which were branded Pixels the movie, but if you took a picture of yourself with the hashtag Pixels Arcade, then you could win, guess what, Roger, Pixels sunglasses looking very, very 80s, I would say. Absolutely, I'm. I I'm j- just love those ar- Those old arcade
1: cabinets were just so. Again, so 80s. But I mean, some people have them in their houses, don't they? It's like pinball machines and arcade cabinets. They're just. And some of the artwork on some of those retro games was absolutely beautiful.
2: So we moved on from, you know, essentially PR and marketing of being present where it matters in terms of the audience, but then you can go online as well. So what they did was to sponsor gamers to compete on Twitch with, uh, via retro games, and they had kind of uh, different runs, um, including a lady called Miss Rage, and they were <laughs> battling each other with 80s arcade styles. Bear in mind that the gamers on Twitch were not born in the 80s and were discovering the game for the first time.
1: Yeah, and there was a lot of um, there was a lot of partnering with brands as well, Pascal, wasn't there? Um, we've we've got some fabulous posters here from the likes of Little Chef, but they were also working with Sony, O2, um, Kick Energy, Southern Fried Chicken, lots and lots of different uh, lo- lots of different brand involvement all of whom were offering some sort of competition some sort of prize again with the beautiful artwork from the movie often using Pac-Man you know yeah. Pac-Man eating associating with the little chef brand i think it's quite interesting there you go there to eat there you there you've got the got the link and all over social media you know, each of the characters got their own character profiles on social media there's some amazing photographs of <laughs> of peter dinklage and his character eddie plant both the young version from the 80s and the 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 version from the present day uh and again i say peter absolutely stole the show for me but again the social media images were really striking and <laughs> in, in keeping with the images of the film
2: Absolutely. So like I said, with the purpose of um, time as much as anything else, we only looked at <laughs> Facebook, but you know, the Twitter campaign, Instagram campaign was great. So each character got their profile, but also what they did actually was interesting. They went back to the character with different different executions and different graphics. But this one that made me laugh was you saw obviously the character of Eddie Plant as a teenager winning the yeah. competition or he? and that I'll leave yeah. people to watch the film to find out. And of course now as an adult um, asked to, to join Adam Sandler and the others to save the earth but he's still the same kind of individual who is arrogant uh self you know uh, whatever and how of course has a nickname of the fire blaster because you can <laughs> play a video game faster than anybody else then on social media as um it was snippet there was a very very good countdown to the premiere and every time there was a post with a different message, you know, one month prepared to battle it out in the biggest game yet. And it was just counting down the different things, you know, they would, and they even listed, as you've done a moment ago, the games, Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Centipede, Gilga, all your favorite <laughs> arcade games in one place. So the sense of, of excitement in that countdown was great and you had all, all the visuals to go with it
1: yeah i mean we were praising a couple of weeks ago weren't we the um the social media campaign that went with the scream 5 film yeah um arguably this is even this social media campaign was even more impressive than that i'm I'm genuinely surprised i never saw any of this (laughs) (laughs) but
2: for me it was clearly the evidence of a team that use um they were inventive they it was very diverse because sometimes you know we have, have reviewed films and we've praised them and we're very happy with them but i will say it's repetitive it's the same thing just you know repeated but everything that we're listing is different there was even some um, graphics using bit of an 80s film which was playing to the nostalgia of people of our era reminding yeah. everyone by the rules remember when you used to walk in the arcade and there was always obviously an older uh-huh. teenager having to look at uh, and there was things like if i used to play pinball machines I used to love them and the rules was you couldn't kind of shake it and trying to and um, trying to avoid losing your, your ball. There was no swearing. You couldn't run. You got all those kind of um, so they, they did that. But the one that got my attention, I want you to take part in, Roger, is your arcade game generator. So the team yes. at Six was at marketing, of course. When you leave your score behind, do you remember the days when you did a high score and you could yeah. leave your name behind. People try and beat you, yeah. almost you know, way way before social media and word of. So according to the teams at Pixels, Arcade Name Generator is as follows. would be the second, le- second letter of your first name and your last name. So let's have a look at the list. So the second letter of your first name is O. It's outrageous. Busy. So you are Outrageous Edwards, if you were to have the highest score on Missile Command. This
1: is There's so much amazing stuff here, Pascal. So much amazing stuff. Genuinely, if you're a child of the 80s and you've not seen this film, and like me, you've never heard of it before, you are going to have an absolute blast watching it. But here's the deal. If you aren't a child of the 80s, if you aren't a gaming fan, don't listen to the critics. Don't listen to those people who gave it rubbish reviews. It's a genuinely 90 minutes of pure nostalgia, it's funny and it's real quality entertainment and I can't rec- recommend it highly enough.
2: Absolutely, just one thing before we wrap up on film marketing, um, do go on social media and literally spend time to scroll up and down and you'll see executions and, and things you kinda of go, how can I use that in my business? But just before we go, Roger, I would like to take play, take part in the game. You'll find it on, on um, Twitter as well as on Facebook. It's called pin the mullet. So what you have is a video of the character of played by um, you know Peter Dinkley which still has the best lines and, and the, the best kind of um, you know scenes. And you have a video of his mullet essentially going from left to right across the screen, and you've got to pose the video just in time to basically make the mullet match you know the back of his head. I did it in five <laughs> goes, five attempts for me to pin the mullet on, in a fire blaster. So over to you to see if you can do better.
1: I shall try and beat you. And if I do beat you, I shall put my name in Outrageous Edwards into the score tally. Wow, what an episode of Two Geeks in a Marketing Podcast. Absolute pleasure, as always, to sit and talk to you, Pascal, about our favorite subjects of marketing and films. Thank you, everybody, for watching the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. And do please leave us your comments, get in touch, let us know what you think of the show, let us know which films you'd like us to talk about. And if you've got any tech that you want us to cover, let us know about that as well. Any content that you would like us to review, we would be absolutely delighted to hear from you. Until the next episode, please go out there and make sure that your marketing is done right. I was Roger Edwards and he was Pascal Fintoni.